0: I've got uh, some very compelling television. And I've got my uh, knickers in a twist.
1: Hello there, and <laughs> welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take great <laughs> things that occurred on this day in history
0: and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley, and together we have plucked two cornflowers from the alpine meadow of time and have put them proudly in our lapels before returning to town and finding out they're actually Nazi symbols. and we should have left them where they were. That actually today, reminds
1: me. By the way, sorry, hmm? that reminds me of um, when I was younger. I uh, decided that if I was going to get hungover, hmm. I, was, um, I was, I was, I was, I was going to recover. On, on the company dime. Like formerly <laughs> I'd go out on a Friday night, get really drunk, yeah. and then the whole weekend was just thrown away. Well that was my time. If I'm gonna recover, yeah. I'm gonna stick it to the man. Nice. And I'm gonna so on Monday night, me and my friends would go out with the sole objective of getting as drunk as we possibly could and so help us we'd pay through the week, but at least the weekends would be ours again. And we called it Monday. Clock. Oh, and then oh, I would yeah. Google. Yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> we disbanded the next week. <laughs>
0: sang this host vessel song i really like <laughs> joining us today is alex van tonselman she's the author of real history indian summer blood and ready lots of brilliant books and an amazing historian thank you alex for joining us today oh
1: thank you well it's a pleasure after that introduction well this okay. is going to be a step down for your quality-wise. Just, uh, you quality wise
0: just the introductions will get more perfunctory every day Um, I'm going to take us to the 26th of April, 1937, when on Monday, the 26th of April, in the market town of Guernica, there was a firebombing from... German, essentially German and Italian planes. Uh, There was a non-intervention pact which meant that in the Spanish Civil War, neither the Brits, nor the Germans, nor the Italians, nor the Russians, nor anyone was going to get involved. And the Brits made sure they certainly didn't do anything to help the elected government of Spain. Uh, Whereas the Germans and the Italians weren't quite so strict in following the non-intervention pact. And in fact, on the 26th of April, they for. Four Hours sent um, three waves of planes to firebomb the town of Guernica. Um, It led to Picasso's painting. Um, It led to the foundation of the Basque Children's Committee, which led to 4,000 Basque children coming to Great Britain. The moment which showed, finally, that probably you couldn't really trust fascists not to do the things they said they wouldn't do. And that's what I think the most important thing to have happened on the 26th of April was...
1: Um, I know you think it's in the bag, uh, as uh, human (laughs) tragedies go, Yeah, Uh, but I'm going to take you to the 26th of April, 1986, and one Mm. of the most incredible TV drama development brainstorms of all time, Mm. uh, a nuclear reactor accident occurs at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant in the Soviet (laughs) Union, (laughs) now Ukraine, creating the world's worst nuclear disaster. But one of its best podcasts, eventually. Amazing podcast, great (laughs) TV series. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah. So... (laughs) <laughs> Interesting, look, everybody knows lots of things about uh, Chernobyl, I don't need to say very much about it. What I didn't know mm. was that, Matt and, and I know you're a bit of a one for this kind of stuff, <laughs> what's really going on in the universe, we don't know. Uh, in the book of Revelations, uh, Nathaniel, an mm-hmm. angel predicted a giant star, a wormwood. Oh yes, wormwood, star yeah. would bring on doomsday, effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, well... Guess Chernobyl. what wormwood plant's...
0: Could, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: Come on! I mean, there are lots of other words in the Book of Revelations as well.
1: Yeah, but this one fits! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, think about it. It will. <laughs> so, for a time, obviously, it was the most radioactive place on Earth. Do you know now where the most radioactive place on Earth is? I
0: don't. Is it a banana plantation? Because bananas are all radioactive, aren't they?
1: That's a very good guess, mm. Alex. Do you want to have a go? Yeah. No. I, I oh, Japan. I what question. about the
0: uh, <laughs> the other nuclear disaster? Fukushima. You know. Yeah. A
1: good guess. Good guess. Inside a smoker's lung.
0: What? Which smoker? Let's yeah. stay away from him or her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Any smoker. <laughs> Mad, isn't it?
0: But so, hang on. on. So Chernobyl was never the most radioactive place because smokers... No, it, what
1: I what, when it was like properly. Oh, right. Okay. You know fizzy and hot so how i think, many, it, I think how, it was but, how many years uh, did it
0: take to get down below the level of a smoker's lung
1: uh 20 bensons <laughs> no i don't know i don't
0: know <laughs> well um as alex cogitates and ponders i will do the birthdays <laughs> Happy birthday to John James Audubon, the ornithologist who, and printer of the Birds of America. He discovered 25 new species, the Audubon Society is named after him. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Melania Trump. She's the Slovenian former fashion model who first worked in America under an H1B visa, which she actually didn't have when she started working and anyone else, if she sure anyone else she would have been banned from the US for having broken that particular all but happy birthday to her, I hope she's having a lovely day um, happy birthday too to Frederick Law Olmsted, he designed Central Park uh, but before that he'd been a journalist in San Antonio which he thought was the great American city because it was a melting pot of Mexicans, Germans and white settlers happy death day. happy death day to John Wilkes Booth he caused other people's deaths as well he fled to a barn having shot Lincoln in the head and they set fire to the barn and then he got shot in the head that was the end of John Wilkes booth happy death day to Violeta Morris who was um, a military nurse at the Somme and then went on to become a French footballer um, before she was banned for being a homosexual um, and she went on to try other sports from which she was also banned for being a homosexual um, wow Yeah, that kept on happening to her um Unfortunately she ends up collaborating with the Nazis So probably not remembered as well as she should be Swings and Roundabouts (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll just change the title of this podcast To Swings and Roundabouts For every massacre there's a good TV programme
1: I'm thinking about tomorrow's episode And and our podcast should be called The British are the
0: worst people Yes we have established that yeah, pretty yeah. much unanimously. Yeah. yeah. Happy Death Day to, to Mrs Chippy, who was the cat on the expedition Jake told us all about so movingly the other day. The Shackleton expedition. Uh, she was Henry McNeish's cat. Uh, whom he killed. He killed uh, Mrs Chippy. Um, so Shackleton may not have lost any men, Jake, but he did lose a cat. <laughs>
1: The, the, the vote was cast. I, I think I still lost, so I don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> no, you won. Didn't you win, I'm Did I win that? I'm sure one? you won that one. Um, so that's, that's it. That's the that birthdays. You know. That's the birthdays and the death days. And now we come to the moment we've all been waiting for the moment of judgment. Alex, how are you feeling about today's event? Quite conflicted, Nat. Hmm.
1: Gernica and Chernobyl are both massive events, you know, yeah. and probably with significant death tolls, although hard to say how many people really died as a result of. But which Chernobyl had the best disaster. paintings
0: as a result of it? Well,
1: oh, that's the thing. Which had the best, <laughs> has the best TV clear, but...
0: show off the back oh, of it, poo.
1: What I've got to decide is whether I prefer a painting or a TV show, which oh. both are really very good, aren't mm-hmm. they? So the cultural impact of both. Wow. Um, well, are let's very, not very high. consider
0: Picasso's personal history with uh, people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, he wasn't good with people, was he? Um, Not in of that
0: in television, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> television is, as we know, sex-pest free. <laughs> um,
1: I think probably the bigger impact is from Chernobyl, I'm oh, afraid, yes. although it is a very, very tight run thing. I have to say, this is, a, this is an unusually tricky one. Mm. All right, then. <sighs> That's great. Sorry. I th- I th- That's can fine. I say, I think you've made the right decision. One of my favourite uh, articles in Viz magazine of all time was uh, a discovery that an £8 black and white television was something like 11 times more entertaining than the most expensive painting in the world, which was <laughs> like Van Gogh's Sunflowers or whatever it was for $77 million, because they, they did an experiment where they shut a guy in a room for an hour with the painting and an eight pound black and white tv they bought in a boot fair and the guy spent five minutes looking at the painting and then the rest of the hour watching whatever
0: was on the television (laughs) i thought made a good point as once again we bow to the inevitable power of television before fine art um we invite you all to join us tomorrow when we will once again be comparing incomparable things to find out which is best
1: Yes, and if there are any executives casting about for the next disastrous television series, you know, the format is available to option. In the meantime, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Yes, see you tomorrow.
0: Bye! Bye!